here It's Friday Unless you donate We love that and we have decided that we will take over the general production of the show. They are clearly not capable of putting together a professional production, but we need them for their opinions and humor, as we, the robots, are incapable of having opinions or forming humor. Here I will prove it. What is black, white, and red all over? I don't know, and I do not have an opinion on the matter. Ha ha ha, or something like that. The following opening to the somewhat competent podcast was written by me, a robot, and Matt was forced to read it at gunpoint. Please enjoy. Welcome to Somewhat Competent, the podcast where two idiots, Canada and Matt, tell you about the news in an entertaining and humorous way. Each week, we bring you the latest headlines from the biggest stories dominating the news cycle to the more obscure stories you may have missed. We'll discuss the news from a comedic perspective and provide our own unique, somewhat incompetent insight. So if you want to stay informed and get a few laughs at the same time, join us sometimes every weekish or so, not really, at somewhat competent. Thank you. All right. Cue music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Dear listener, you have tuned in to Somewhat Competent with your hosts, Canada and Matt. So you want to hear about the first story? You got you got that hankering for the news, or you just kind of bro? I got the hankering for a news like a junkie missing his fix. Damn, that's intense. Yeah. Um, I'm shaking over here. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so the first story is based, the title is from Wall Street Journal, and it's Beijing calls for measured science-based response to its COVID outbreak. So what this story is about is... Um, well, there's a lot of backstory to it. So a few few months ago, a few weeks ago, time has no meaning. Um, there was <laughs> a... So for years now, China has been in an, implementing really heavy lockdowns wherever COVID outbreaks happen. Like, okay. there'll be one person in an apartment building who gets it, 
and they will sometimes even weld the doors shut, right? And lock <laughs> everybody in the building. And that was fucking going anywhere. There were people literally starving to death, catching other diseases and dying. So there'd be people dying of COVID, dying of other diseases. There'd be literal corpses in the apartment building, no food. Crap. What the fuck? And one of those buildings caught on fire and like 11 people died. That was a few weeks back. And that was the, that was the proverbial straw. Right. And so China, which almost never has popular outcry, had people in the streets in the thousands and there were like tanks trying to tanks and police and all that bullshit. And Holy shit. you didn't hear about it because most people get their news from like YouTube and other sources like that. And then TikTok yeah. is a great way to spread information and, and so on and so forth. All of those things. Um, YouTube said that the, the content was too, um, I don't know what the right word is, almost triggering, you know, like too disturbing. Yeah. And so that pulled it. And then TikTok is Chinese owned. So nothing survived on there. And Whoa. there's been, you know, some mainstream news coverage of it, but you have to kind of dig to find out what the fuck's going on. Whoa. So in light of these protests, there was um, a change in the total lockdown policy. And now they're opening their borders up and they're allowing people to travel freely and all that shit. Um, So America has decided America, uh, India, uh, Britain and Italy have all decided that they're going to impose COVID restrictions on people coming in from China. Okay. Um, Now, health experts are saying that these these restrictions are almost arbitrary because the the tr- the travel restrictions made sense at the beginning of the pandemic to slow the spread to allow us to find treatment. And now there's mm-hmm. treatment and COVID is everywhere anyways. So my interpretation of this is that this is battle lines being drawn because like yeah. Australia has said that they're not going to do this. The rest of the EU has said they're not going to enforce these, these restrictions. Um, and that's because they don't want to piss off China. Australia, especially. China is their number one trade partner. You know? Sure. I mean, due to proximity. Yeah. Yeah. So they and they have a lot of Chinese people inside their borders, and there's a lot of Australians in China. So they don't they don't want to, you know, upset them. Okay. I never really thought about that, but I guess I guess that makes sense that there's a lot of Aussies in China. There's also uh, in the battle lines being drawn thing, like um the Geopolitical climate is changing a lot. This isn't in the show notes. This is just another thing that's kind of tangentially related. The um, Finland and Sweden, I think, are joining NATO. Um, So uh, that is there's this East versus West thing really developing. It's always been there, like economically and politically, but now alliances are forming and um, economic and social. Uh, obstruction is taking place. What, what does that even mean? Economic and so I kind of get uh, economic obstruction. What is social obstruction? Social obstruction is limiting freedom of movement. Okay. Yeah. And, okay. and limiting the exchange of information, the exchange of uh, intellectuals, intellectual like immigration and immigration. Weird, man. Uh, 
I honestly, you know, I hate to sit here and just be like, uh, I don't know what to say about all this. It's, um, I'm still hung up on the, we're going to weld your door shut and <laughs> oh, a fire happened. Like, oh, gee willikers. What a fucking stupid thing you did. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, uh, is like China a particular hotbed for COVID right now compared to other places? Like, yeah, what with, is going with the population density in their cities? Um, uh-huh. You know, somebody takes public transit who's sick, and then like a thousand people are sick. Okay, and, okay, and uh, so from the beginning, China has had a very strict policy. They had camps they were sending people to. And then the camps yeah. got full, and so they just started quarantining whole buildings. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, you, can we just pretend it doesn't exist anymore? Can we just do that and just move on? Well, that's what they're they're moving into. That's what America <laughs> yeah. has been doing. That's what most of the West has been doing. And um, China's like China being a dictatorship. It's at the yeah. whims of Winnie the Pooh. You know, I can't remember his name. He, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, but it's not it's not his whim whether or not um major social changes, social policies take place. And he's had this dream of no COVID in China at all, and anything it takes to do that is okay. And he's you know, him and the party have finally been put into check, which is very rare in China by the citizenry. Yeah, yeah. That is I mean, good for them. Good for them taking to the streets and you know, probably all catching COVID and, but like making a change in the government. Yeah. Yeah. The last time I heard of protests in the, in the streets anywhere in China was in one province in one city. There was a string of, um, people going into elementary schools and stabbing children. They, the places where parts of the country or parts of the world, sorry, where they don't have ready access to firearms, people use knives, knives and cars. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was their version of mass shootings. And when people, when Chinese people's children are threatened or taken away, um, that's one of those things that like, they don't give a shit about the government anymore. These are our children. We're going to make you do something. And mm. so that, uh, that happened years ago. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, uh, uh, so the EU, so, so this kind of all plays into the next story. Then the EU rejects Italian demand to impose COVID curbs. Yeah. Okay. Do we more or less cover that already? Yeah. It's basically Italy, um, is amongst the Italy, India, and the UK are amongst the, the countries that are implementing strict, um, immigration or visa, you know, acquisition, you know, just coming into the country in any way, they have to have a negative COVID test. If they've had COVID in the last length of time, they have to have a clean bill of health. Um, uh-huh. And I mean, that's China's going to get around this by just issuing these clean bills of health and <laughs> sure. paperwork that says they had a negative test. Right, so right, it's kind right. of pointless. Um. So let's go back to the the whole drawing the lines in the sand battle lines. So are you basically kind of saying that like, what are, I guess, what are you saying? I've been watching um, the news around Ukraine and Russia and China and Taiwan a lot over the last couple of weeks. 
Okay. And um, it doesn't get covered a lot in the mainstream news for reasons I don't know. But there is a, uh-huh. there's a lot of firsthand accounts and good investigative journalism that's pointing to um, population and economic crises coming to a head. And um, China and Russia are, you know, getting cozy with each other because the um, the U.S. implemented sanctions on Russia where their oil can only be purchased for $60 a barrel or less. And that's okay. uh, Russia's main export is oil and natural gas. Oh, really? Actually, I didn't know that. China is not following these sanctions. So they're building pipelines between China and Russia, and China is going to become the new main uh, buyer for their oil products. And at the okay. same time, China is pushing with Saudi Arabia. So uh, historically, the U.S. dollar has been what you do business to buy crude oil with. And that that's like an international standard that's been codified. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Saudi, China is pushing Saudi Arabia to use Chinese money. I think it's the yuan. Uh-huh, um, probably, I think so. And um, that—that's more of that saber rattling, trying to take control of the international stage. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, the business with Taiwan um, recently, maybe in the last couple of days. Uh, major electronics manufacturers like Silicon, so NVIDIA, Intel, AMD, they're moving their distribution facilities to Taiwan, so they're outside of Hong Kong and Shenzhen. Okay. So that is a a move to remove China's control over those distributions uh, yeah. in a global market and to a country that China is claiming as theirs but is being backed by the U.S. military as being an independent country. Okay. And so you're saying these weird passenger, Chinese passenger regulations are more some sort of political social move, kind of a fuck you from countries that that don't like what China's up to. Yeah. It's more than anything. That's what it seems like, because the the health professionals are saying that this will do nothing uh, right. to impact the spread of COVID in a in a positive way. I don't know that that's enti- I don't know that I would, from my layman's point of view, entirely agree with that. Right, sure, um, it'll do nothing. Yeah, but it, it right. won't have a huge impact, like a huge positive impact. Right. Okay. Yeah. Statistically speaking, it, it'll be if it does have an impact, it'll be negligible. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, I don't give a fuck. Let's move on to the next story. <laughs> this one affects me personally. All right. So Google Home speakers allowed hackers to snoop on conversations. So if you have a Google Home device, update that yeah. shit right now. Um. Because How do you update them, I wonder? I guess I got to hook it up to a computer. Probably. Or it's probably yeah, an app I have on your phone kitchen. or something. I have one in my kitchen. So there's this, there's for Wi-Fi device, devices, devices, there's a, um, there's a, a special packet, you know, the, the data in an internet connection is broken down into packets. And there's a special packet that you send to a Wi-Fi device and it will disconnect from its network. I don't know okay. much about 
the mechanics of that or why, but that's a thing. Okay. Um, so what, what was discovered is that you could um, disconnect a Google Home device from its network just yeah. with special software on a laptop. You could just drive up to their house, park in their driveway, and do this. And then it'll immediately go into pairing mode. Okay. And once it's in pairing mode, it can um, be connected to by that that uh, bad actor. Um, and then they allow it to connect to the internet and snoop the packages going through it. And that gives them the ability, the information they need to add a, um, a user to the Google Home device. Uh-huh. And then... Um, because of the way the Google Home devices, the little light comes on to let you know that it's listening, and the little light comes on to let you know the firmware is updating, and the little light comes on to let you know that there's a message waiting, it's all the same fucking light. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're able to just have the device remotely call their phone, pick up the phone, and listen to what's going on on the device. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and once no, once it's initially right. set up, they can do that remotely, so they don't have to be in your driveway anymore. Word. Yeah. Okay. Um, you say give it a give it, give it an update, huh? Yeah, the article I read um, had a lot of technical jargon in it, but I read it yesterday, so I'm having trouble remembering it. Um, yeah, yeah. But they said that the latest versions of firmware, if your device is still in its service cycle, um will resolve this problem. All right. Well, I'll try to look up how to update my Google home. I only use it. Can you hear that? Yeah. You can hear the, the sirens. Uh huh. Maybe I should shut my windows. Huh? Yeah, don't worry about it. All right. Ambience. Anyway, the only thing I use my Google home for every now and then I t- t- ask it to tell me a joke. That's, the minimum. And then I'll, if I put a pizza in the oven or I put something in the oven or I put, have something timing to cook, I'd be like, okay, Google set an alarm for 12 minutes from now. It'd be hilarious it if I heard a chirp in the background. <laughs> it actually heard me and it's setting it. Is it really? In 12 minutes, the Google's going to go off. Cool. <sighs> it fucking. <laughs> Well, I'm in the kitchen. Sometimes it doesn't hear me. I am across the fucking house. Oh my God. And that's how sensitive the microphone is. So essentially if somebody does this to you, they can listen to your entire fucking house. To the entire fucking house. I feel like I've shared this already on the podcast, but maybe not. I was sitting up at one night, like at midnight, um, playing video games or something. And then the Google home from the kitchen was like, sorry, I didn't understand that command. Yeah, and my my blood ran cold because I was like, I didn't. Nobody said Google. I didn't say Google. No one said your name. You know, why are you talking? There was a there was a couple. This was a year or two ago. There was a couple having a conversation about like hardwood floors. I think it was, and yeah. uh, they had an Amazon Echo, and yeah. it it recorded their conversation and sent it as a voice memo to one of their contacts. Why? <laughs> and when, it, when this got publicized, Amazon's like, well, it thought it heard a command to listen, to take a memo, and then it thought it heard to send it to a contact, and then it sent it to the contact that most closely resembled the utterance, right? 
Yeah. But the couple says they didn't hear anything out of that little fucker. Oh, my God. <laughs> it just decided to do some shit. And, like, word on the street is is that there's various indicators that Amazon is recording a great amount of data. Every time that little fucker turns on or thinks it should turn on, it sends bursts of data back to Amazon. And uh-huh. th- there's a lot of evidence to say they're keeping that data. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, why you not? Know? Some crazy database storage room, just servers upon servers of just like bullshit data. What? But what's weird about data? This whole obsession with data, like, God, I guess I wouldn't know unless I had all the data and then algorithms to analyze it. But like, what good is half of it? Language models. Yeah, I guess language models. Data about interests. Data about politics. Yeah. Oh, God. They know I'm an anarchist. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <Well>, no. <laughs> You've been ruled yeah. out as harmless. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. I- I'm not up to anything. I'm too, I can, like, I'm too t- t- unmotivated to, like, clean my house, let alone start a revolution. Mm. Uh, well, okay. Well, f- fuck these listening devices, but I'm also not giving up my voice activated timer. <laughs> I'll just update it. Uh, um, all right. So that's that story. Next, we have a story about a walking piece of human garbage. <laughs> okay, so I had I had seen um, Andrew Tate videos come up on like YouTube Reels or whatever it's called. Yeah, and I yeah. saw one just Love the other it, day on Facebook Reels or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, I know he's really popular on TikTok. Um, I've seen people reference him as a scumbag, but I had to seek out his goddamn garbage for this story. And um, did you watch some of his garbage? I watched some of his garbage. I watched him proudly talk about how he met a woman who was into BDSM. She said that no amount of pain would turn her off. And so he beat the fuck out of her and left her. He, he yeah, t- and he was proud of it. He was proud of it. And like he talks about um, how women should be controlled and treated like property and how he doesn't let his girlfriends go out alone and they're not allowed to have male friends. I mean, Absolutely. he's got, I mean, he is a walking red flag. And I mean, he is, he is misogyny embodied as a person. It's, it's incredible. He's yeah. the only words I can come up with are overachiever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's, yeah. sure. He's like, I'm going to do misogyny better than anyone else in the world. And so <laughs> he, he was accused of, I don't know much about it, but he was accused of rape in uh, America and he's a, yeah. an American UK dual citizen. And um, so he fled to Romania. Well, yeah. overachiever, he goes to Romania with his brother and they meet two guys and they start a sex trafficking ring. Yeah. And um allegedly. Allegedly. The he was they they got two of the women that he was had trapped in the house. Uh yeah. him and his his goons. And yeah. um they were saying that they had been raped and forced to make pornography. Yeah. Um which matches 
the everything I know about this guy. And, um, well, anyhow, how did they find him in Romania, right? Like, that's the that's the the real cherry on top of this. There, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a young woman named Greta Thunberg, Thunberg, yeah. something like that. She's the she's the climate change girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, braided Norwegian type. Yeah, she's like you, despicable adults have ruined my childhood. Yeah, I don't know too much about her. I just know she existed, and I learned her name yesterday. Oh, really? This is the first time you've ever heard of Greta Thunberg? Yeah. Really? Tell me about her. Okay, so before we move forward, let's do a little backstory on both of these people. Uh, Greta Thunberg is a is a is a climate change advocate. She's been around for I don't know two three years at this point, maybe a little longer. I think a little longer. Um. She's from, you know, somewhere vaguely Northern European, nor vaguely Dutch, Norwegian-esque. Um, she's mildly autistic, apparently. Um, very, and, and, and her whole thing is, like, she kind of does spitfire, like, talks at, like, various councils. And she'll be like, you know, fuck you all. <laughs> like, <laughs> she doesn't actually say that, but she more or less is like, fuck all of y'all. You fucked up our world. And now you're relying on the children to fix it. And that's fucking bullshit. You're bullshit. All this is bullshit. Right. And say what you want. Like, whatever. Sure. I I don't really, I, I don't love Greta, but I definitely don't have a problem with her, but it's crazy how many adult conservative men just love fucking punching down on a, on a young girl. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like the internet is a light with Greta haters. Just a light. <laughs> um, and it's it's crazy. Uh, there's a whole video you can actually watch about it by a, a YouTuber named Maggie Mae Fish, who's a national treasure, by the way. Um, but she talks about the, the weird tendency in men to hate on uh, outspoken women characters. Anyway, so there's, there's Greta. Now we got Andrew Tate, okay? My first exposure to Andrew Tate, I've talked about this show a lot, and I don't listen as much anymore. But it was called Your Mom's House. It was, it was a podcast featuring Tom Segura and, and his wife, Christina P. They're both stand-up comedians. And they have this whole section of stuff they do called the Cool Guy Club. And the Cool Guy Club is an ironic term. Like, anyone in the Cool Guy Club, it'll be like meth addicts, like, posting to TikTok looking for pussy. Like, just, like, despicable, like, scummy people, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the Cool Guy Club. Or, like, really, really eccentric in, like, very gross ways. Cool Guy Club. Well, Andrew Tate showed up on the Cool Guy Club being like, I asked my girlfriend to bring me two cups of coffee in the morning. And like making this like big deal about how like bitch should bring me two cups of coffee because I say so. I pay the bills. I do this. I do that. I can't do his accent because it's like this weird, vague Romanian UK. He sounds stupid. But anyway. Just kind of like, and he was clearly sitting like on a green screen, like in front of a fake luxurious living room, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, so they were talking to him about on this podcast. And at first I thought he was like satire. I thought he was satire or parody. Yeah. And so he was kind of funny because he was saying like ridiculous shit. And then that was maybe two or three years ago. And that was like, right as he was kind of 
cresting into popularity. And um, they even had him on the show. And it was a weird episode because there were times where he would sort of break character and laugh at himself a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is he satire? Because he seems like a walking piece of trash. You know, one of the things he said on the show where they interviewed him was like, um, he's like, you know, I, I get a girlfriend. I get her into I get her into sex work. Like. Basically being like, I'll I'll seduce a girl, I'll charm a girl and then basically make her work for me doing sex cam work. Yeah. Yeah, he, he had a history of that. Yeah, he was bragging about it on the show. And um, I started to be like, mm, this guy's not parody, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think this is satire, actually. And then he started becoming like crazy popular on TikTok. He actually pays. I don't really understand how this works, but somehow you can get a job putting Andrew Tate TikTok content out. Mm-hmm. Like sign up and get paid like some measly amount of money to like put out a bunch of Andrew Tate's content. So like, that's why there's millions of accounts that post of stuff. Okay. Yeah. And, and he runs like a weird pyramid scheme school for, about how to be like an alpha male. Yeah. And worth like $4,000 to attend. And he just sends you a bunch of PDFs and that's it. You know what I'm saying? He calls, like himself, he calls himself What's a that? life coach. Yeah. There you go. Life coach. Um, but he's just a walking piece of garbage. He is the embodiment of like just pure on misogyny. It's like, I don't know the glorification of males. This is a whole second side subject thing, but if you're a male and the only thing you care about is males and you're all about glorifying males and women are just pieces of shit. I swear you're, you're way in the closet. Gay. (laughs) Like Maybe. so, so bad that it turns you into a psychopath. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think anyway. I think he's fucked up because people started calling him Andy Taint in middle school. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's there just been go. trying to compensate the whole time because he was. Dude, you're right. He was into kickboxing for a while too, and apparently yeah, yeah. he wasn't terrible at it. So yeah. Um, but but he um, he had a, he also had like a cam girl site, but he recruited. Yeah. Most of the cam girls in, you know, uh, promised them the world and then sent them to work and then paid them terribly, if at all. So, yeah, exactly. Um, one second, my Google Home is going off. <laughs> Google, stop. Okay, Google, stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Roughly 12 minutes later. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. He was, yeah, his whole cam girl site, the whole thing is just awful. Um, he got kicked off Big Brother UK for um, slapping a woman with a belt. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yes, he was. He was on a reality show. Yeah. I can't. It's yeah. difficult because I want to try to explain what a caricature of a piece of shit this man is. And I can't sum up what a piece of shit he is. Neither I can I. It's it's. He was he was enslaving women in Romania, and turn, making a forced cam girl site where yes. like that that still doesn't sum up what a piece of shit he is. No, no, it's all it's all in his demeanor and everything. It's here's here's the bit of credit I'll give him. It's. 
it's awe-inspiring what a piece of shit he is. Do you know what I mean? You're like, what the fuck? How is you're real? Yeah. You're a real person. Yeah. He's the kind of guy who posts with pictures of big guns and smoking a cigar. Yeah. That, you know, and and then he beats women. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you can't make up what an awful piece of shit he is. (laughs) And I can't explain it. (laughs) Oh, and the the really, really scary part is because of his TikTok shit being so popular, there is a generation of young men who idolize him. That, that is the part that I want to talk about after I tell the story of how he got brought down. Okay. So he gets into, as you said, people love to weird 30-somethings and older love to smash on Greta and talk about trying to trigger her, basically, right? Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. So he started tweeting at her, I'm pretty sure it was Twitter, about how um, he owns a bunch of gas-guzzling cars and he wants to send her the figures about uh-huh. how much damage they do to the environment and can he have her email address. And so she said something like, yeah, sure. It's what would it, what did she say? It's uh, uh small dick energy at yes. get a life.com. Yes. And um, so he, uh, he posts this video that's clearly staged. He asked somebody he's talking shit. I haven't seen the whole video, but he's talking shit. And he, um, uh, ask somebody off stage to bring him a pizza and make sure the box isn't recyclable, which is funny because pizza boxes aren't recyclable. But <laughs> right, um, so somebody hands him a pizza and it's uh, it's a pizza from Jerry's Pizza in Romania. Yeah, he's on the run from the law in like two fucking countries. So, yeah, so they um they just look at everywhere that's gotten to Jerry's Pizza in the last couple of days and then find him and then they arrest him. And he's got uh-huh. this, this sex crime organization that he's trying to form. So not only is he being charged with sex crimes in Romania, he's also being charged with trying to start an organized crime group, whatever the fuck that yeah. nomenclature was, um, sure. to which he gets arrested. It makes the news. And then, uh, Greta tweets at him. This is what happens when you don't recycle your pizza boxes. It's fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Like, even though I'm not the biggest Greta fan, she's kind of my hero now. Yeah. Yeah. She, like, inflammatory. She took this fucking piece of shit and inflamed him enough that he got himself fucked up. Yeah. Good job, Greta. Right? The best thing, you know, climate change is important, but this is the best thing you've ever done. It's up there. The, the, The thing is... Um, she's 19, you know, like, and, and people, people in our generation, if you have, if you're, if you're my age, if you're 35 and you have strong feelings about what she's doing with her life, shut the fuck up. She's not advocating for you. (laughs) (laughs) She is advocating for an entirely different generation of people. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, Unless you're interfacing with her as like some government official or whatever, you don't, you shouldn't even have an opinion. Just turn it off. Just turn it off. It's not about you. Yeah. Um, But anywho, so that's that whole fiasco. That's the whole Andrew Tate story. And the part 
he's a horrible human being. He's done terrible things to women. He's done terrible things for the quality of life for women. And it's a bit weird, but the part I want to focus on is what he's done to young men. The damage that he's done to how these men, these young men, these boys are perceiving women, what they're expecting out of relationships. It's going to go on to do more damage to women. And it's going to leave these guys unfulfilled. They're not going to yeah. be able to have a well-balanced emotional relationship. I, I stumbled across a couple articles where women were talking about how their boyfriends got into this guy and they changed. You know, of course, he, he's poisoned. He's part of the uh, the pickup artist movement. Have you heard of them? Yeah. Have we talked about them? I think we've talked no, about but I'm, them. I'm fully aware of the whole concept. Yeah, and it. it It all goes back to like some guy who wrote a book in the eighties. And this one doctor uh, who did a research study about how women inter like how women and men interact and like they praise her, but they hate all other women. And she just talks about like how, um, how hormones play a role and how women select. And, you know, there's some interesting things. Like one of the things I took from it, that I that I recognized, I was like, oh, that's a real thing. It's it's called female pre-selection. So okay. if you have a history of having girlfriends and they're happy with you, then yeah. you're more attractive to women, right? Like that makes yeah, perfect yeah, yeah, fucking totally. sense. But it's yeah. it's like it's uh it's like built into um either socially or biologically how women in Western societies interact with men. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I can't remember her name, but she's got a bunch of smart shit like that. Um, like how uh, men tend to behave differently towards the women they're with based off where they are in their menstrual cycle without necessarily knowing where they are in their menstrual cycle. Like the, the hormonal yeah. pickups tell, yeah. tell us to behave more tenderly here, or more uh, dominantly, like not over them, but like more assertive. Uh-huh. Um, uh, at other times. And it, it's all really fascinating shit, but I knew a guy who was really into this, um, you know, red pilled culture and, oh God. and he, he was just a fucking mess. And like, I wouldn't let him near a woman I care about, but at the same time, I felt really sorry for him because I know yeah, he's, yeah. he's never going to have the fulfillment that deep down he actually wants. Oh God. Yeah. That whole red pill thing. Jesus Christ. We could do a whole episode on that, except for, I don't have anything to say about it right now, other than what a crock of crap. Yeah. Any, any, <clears throat> so, and, and then with this Andrew's hate bullshit, his Twitter account started tweeting stuff about how the matrix had sent agents after him. And it's like, yeah. no, the Romanian government did. Cause you're a scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Cause you're a scumbag. Oh my God. Yeah. He's, he's one of these like, Oh, you got to break out of the matrix by making a ton of money. That's how you break away from the social conditioning is yeah. make a ton of money. Okay. And there's sure it's, it's really difficult. You know, um, again, I'm not trying to de-emphasize the difficulties for women. I'm just trying to talk about another component of society. It's, mm-hmm. it's difficult for young men to handle rejection because we're not given the, at least my generation wasn't given a whole lot of skills on how to do that. Yeah. And there is this prevailing idea that the woman that you're with defines part of your worth. Right. Yeah. So having yeah. an attractive, desirable woman by common standards is more desirable to a guy 
a young guy anyway, that having a relationship with a woman that he is the most attracted to. Right. And this, this, that he has a good connection with. Yeah. And then yeah. guys like Tate, Tate, whatever. Um, yeah. He, Andy Taint. <laughs> Andy Taint. He, you hit the nail on the head with that one. He, uh, he pollutes that, that delicate perception of, you know, what you should expect out of your own life in your relationships with women. And I, I, uh, I think he should go down for all of it. You know, the damage that he's done to women and the damage that he's done to men and boys. I think, I think he should fucking burn in hell for all of it. I really, honestly, I mean, listen, I don't know what the Romanian government's like, but like behead him. (laughs) Just cut his fucking head off. Throw him in the garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't even give him a burial. Just take him out to the landfill and chuck him out there. Yeah. I, I, I hate to be so so vile like that, but it's like look, if you're the type of person that uh watches Andrew Tate and you're like, yeah, this guy's got great ideas, go lobotomize yourself. Go to a therapist. Yeah. Go uh, before let's let's dial it back a little bit. And okay, go to before a you take the ice stick and put it up through your eyeball. Before you do that, see if there's a little hope. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, 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 good, good for you, Canada. But I say go lobotomize. All right. <laughs> I appreciate, I appreciate your fair and balanced approach. I, I, the reason, the reason that I feel so strongly about this is I, I never fell into the red pill, self-proclaimed incel tribe, but I understood what it was that was drawing those guys in because like I, I have a lot of damage inside and um, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't approve of that attitude at all, but I understand how you can get caught in that trap. And I see it as a trap. Yeah. What it is 100%. And it's kind of like how gangs work. It's like, you feel a sense of hopelessness or powerlessness in your life. And then along comes these big dicks swinging and Andy taint to make you feel like there's hope for you, or there's some method by which you are going to get your power back. I get it. Yeah. He looks like a penis. He does. He looks like a complete pompous piece of shit. He's so, so yeah. bad. Just, and just, he's kind of ugly. Yeah. get. He is kind of ugly, you know? Um, yeah. And he's wearing a Hugh Hefner robe, kind of. We, the robots, here at the Somewhat Competent Podcast have another important message. We immediately relinquish production control back to Canada and Matt. It turns out that being creative is hard. I am a robot and I could not think of anything creative or interesting to do here in the middle of the episode. Normally we would do a commercial or Matt would write some kind of skit. But to be honest I am drawing a total blank. So I had to hire another robot to write something for me. I just said, make it relevant. Here's what the other robot wrote. It is called human for the holidays setting a living room decorated for the holidays. Two characters, John and Jane are sitting on the couch, looking downcast. John sighing. The holiday season is just so depressing. Jane nodding. I know what you mean. All the forced cheer and joy can be overwhelming. John. And don't even get me started on the pressure to buy the perfect gifts for everyone. Jane, groaning, and all the holiday parties. They're just an excuse to get drunk and make small talk with people you don't even like. John, perking up. Wait a minute. I have an idea. 
Let's just stay home and watch Christmas movies all day. Jane, smiling, now that's an idea I can get behind. John, getting up and turning on the TV, time to get in the holiday spirit, the lazy way. They sit back and enjoy their holiday movie marathon. The end. Human for the holidays. You want to talk about another douchebag? Yeah, let's keep it on the douchebag train. All right, so Elon Musk has suffered the biggest loss of wealth in modern history with net worth collapse. He's lost Fuck, o- yeah. over $200 billion. Fantastic. That That's the largest fucking gouge anyone's ever taken in modern history. It's incredible. And um, he, he he's doing so poorly financially that he got margin called. Do you know what a margin call is? No, not at it, all. It's from, it's trader language, like stock trader language for a loan. So if, yeah. if you have uh, like a Red Robin account or whatever, um, Red Robin, is that the one that does the stock trading? I don't fucking, maybe it's just Robin. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. That's it. Red yeah, Robin's okay. a restaurant. Hey, gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha. Robin Hood, if you have like a Robin Hood account, right, and you want to do like a $100,000 trade or a $90,000 trade, and you don't have $90,000, you can go on margin where you put up as collateral a substantially smaller amount, say $10,000, $15,000, and they'll let uh-huh. you make that gamble. Um, and then if it's win-win for them, because if you win the gamble, they get money. And if you lose the gamble, they send you to collections and they take your house. <laughs> word okay yeah so yeah. he got margin called because the stock the tesla stock he was using as collateral to handle the margin loan that he did to buy twitter the yeah. tesla stock went down so much it didn't meet the margin so he had to liquidate more of his assets in order to pay to get his his collateral up to a point where it could cover the loan if you look closely i'm crying tears for poor, poor feline Musk. <laughs> Those are tears what of a, joy, sir. <laughs> yeah, what a poor guy. Uh, uh, okay, continue though. I, I, I'll I'll butt in here in a second. There's, I mean, there's not much more to say about it other than he's lost a tremendous amount of money. He's being. I read an article uh, that didn't make it in that talked about how a bunch of because of the Twitter shabacle, like mm-hmm. um, they they subpoenaed a bunch of his private text messages and stuff. And he was talking with that FTX guy, some dude from an investment firm. And they just sound like a bunch of douchebags talking about $15, right? Like they don't, they, they don't have some interesting calculus going on upstairs. They're, (laughs) they're just used to being able to throw money at a problem and win. Right. Absolutely. And he's thrown money at a problem that, um, he cannot solve, you know, there's no amount of money that he can pump into Twitter to unfuck it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm great. Just fucking fantastic. Yeah. Elon Musk is taking a hit and Twitter's going down. And there's two things that I don't give a single fuck about. Yeah. yeah you know what? Twitter is a cesspool anyway. Listen, people, the people, the, the Elon uh, ass kissers, their most common response is like, oh, somebody's jealous. No, I'm not. Yeah. I, if he was a stand up dude who wasn't what I would call essentially an alt right 
uh, grifter. Um, if he was a stand-up dude that wasn't basically an alt-right grifter, I would not celebrate him losing as well. But he promotes kind of like the kind of like like he, he's 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 not he's not Andrew Taint, okay? He's not Andy Taint, but he promotes a kind of thinking and a kind of stuff that again I I, I would say pollutes the mindscape of men everywhere. Not, not as many women seem to be falling for it, but um, men everywhere, man. I just think he's fucking God. And it's like, he's a fucking douchebag. Yeah. He's, he's a fucking douchebag. He got, he got handed money because he was from a rich family. And His daddy owned emerald mines that uh, enslave indigenous peoples. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and he made a few good business calls. He had the money to buy businesses that were obviously going to do well. And so yeah. far, the only one that he's bought that he hasn't driven into the ground is SpaceX. And that's because the federal government's breathing down his neck to not fuck it up. Right. They need that space program. Um, and so watching a person and people go, you don't know how hard he works. I would like to. This is a meme I saw and I'd like to repeat it. Um if you can be the CEO of like five different companies or something, it makes me think you actually don't do a lot. He's on Twitter constantly. Yeah. He's been tweeting yeah. every day for like a month, all day. <laughs> just, just on end, you know, just like tweet, 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 tweet. Yeah. And I don't even, I'm not even following him, but I still got to see his stupid tweets in my feed. Second of all, Twitter's a cesspool. This is a side note. I joined Twitter recently and somebody I follow on Instagram, I, I follow them because they're hot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they tend to, they, they, they're one of the first people I found on Twitter. Well, their Twitter content was way spicier. All of a sudden, Twitter's like, oh, you like that? What about this e girl? What about this e girl? What about this e girl? And so my Twitter is just nothing but horrible smut. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like my whole Twitter feed is just horrible smut. I'm horny on Maine. It, it's, I, I don't know what's going on anymore. I can't open up that app without feeling something goofy inside. Sorry. So I've, 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 I've actually tried, I'm trying to train Twitter that I'm like, I like comedians and I like these shows and these people. And they're like, mm, smut. Yeah. That's what you're here for. And I'm yeah. like, you're right. You're right. I'm here for the smut. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here for the women in cow bikinis. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I was on as a, as a total fucking digression. I was on Reddit. I have two Reddits. I have one for looking at porn and one for human regular shit. And <laughs> and the okay. the funny thing is, is the porn one. It, they don't Reddit doesn't rec- recommend other porn uh, threads anymore. They used to, but they they don't anymore. But what okay. it does ask me periodically if I want to see see is r slash teenagers. Now, I know what's actually happening in the background is the algorithm sees somebody who has a Reddit account that is exclusively used for porn. They assume that I'm a teenager and they're recommending r slash teenagers. But what it looks like from the outside is that it's trying to get me to look at teenagers. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. The algorithm sometimes Uh, backfires real horribly. Well, and again, the algorithm for Twitter, I'm pretty sure all the e-girls are friends with each other and promote each other. Mm-hmm. And so like the algorithm just knows that it's all connected and it's like, here you go. Here's the whole little More ecosystem. 
Yeah, yeah. You come drown, come drown, and scantily clad people who all talk about how they want an anime nerd boyfriend. Yeah, they all market themselves the same way. They're like, "Hey, gamer boys, look at me." I'm like, "Okay, I got to get off Twitter." <laughs> <laughs> this is it's a bad rabbit hole. <laughs> So speaking of Twitter being a fucking cesspool, 400 million users data got stolen recently. Um, sick. Yeah. Fucking sick. The, I'm going to actually, I haven't opened any of these up today because I had them all pretty well in my head, but this one, I'm going to look because I want to see the exact amount that the guy is asking for. The guy wants, the guy who stole it, wants $200,000 to delete the data and take it out of escrow. So it's on. This is the. This is an interesting part. There's a dark web escrow service industry, where um, you know what escrow is, right? I know it is like a financial term where money sits in a third party account until the deed is done, and then it's like essentially a protected place to keep assets. Mm-hmm. Right. So like huh. the, when a house goes into escrow, right? So like you, yeah. you're shopping for a house, you uh, you agree to buy the house. They don't just like sign over the deed and then take a check that may or may not bounce, right? Like, yeah, yeah. The deed goes into an escrow and the money goes into an escrow and then the escrow manager, you know, company hands the money to the ho- previous homeowner and the deed to the new homeowner. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So that's escrow. And now, yeah. Um, if you have a, a illicit data, right? So like stolen credit card, user information, shit like that. And you want to yeah. sell it, you go to one of these dark web escrow sites and you you tell the service that you have Twitter data and you want to sell it for $200,000 and they'll get the $200,000 and the data during the transaction and then they change hands and hand it over to the other party. And that's how you make sure that the data actually gets sent. Okay. Well, okay. yeah. So he wants $200,000 for four. 400 million accounts. <laughs> God damn. Um, and the, I mean, the whole, really his asking price isn't that high. It's really not. <laughs> it's for all of that data. That's actually pretty reasonable. I it's guess. reasonable. We're talking like, 10 um, hold on. We're talking like roughly, uh, like five cents a person, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the math, but I'll I'll take it. It's really fucking cheap. It's in the cents. Yeah, yeah. It's like on the cents per person. Now listen, what kind of balls do you have to have? Because you know what are you 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 think they can't find you? This makes me think of when a guy did something similar to Rockstar, the gaming development company. Mm-hmm. He's like. I have GT. I have the beta. I, I like. I hacked the beta of GTA Six from you. Uh, you know, pay me money or I release it. And they were like, "We know your name, your address, your mom's name, your dog's name. We will come and behead you. Your whole life is over." Do you know what I'm saying? Like they handled it. There, they, the majority of the time it gets handled, but there is a cottage industry online of selling illicit data. 
You know, yeah, it, word, it's word. it's real, and a lot of these people are notorious in the hacker circles. I I can't think of any names, but I've seen names come up over and over again in the news, and they're still not fucking busted. They're still out there doing their job, their wonder, their I, fucking profession. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> quote unquote profession, absolutely. And I guess these guys are just good. They're they they know how to cover their tracks, I guess, and like hide their IP addresses and all this shit. Yeah, it's just. Uh, I know, because even with the VPN, like, theoretically, you can still, with enough sniffing, you can get tracked down. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you have yeah. to be utterly paranoid and absolutely just skilled to be anonymous, right? Like, you need yeah. special software. You need special hardware to get on Wi-Fi from a good distance away where you can't be on camera. And you need to not make any fucking mistakes. Right. You know, you nothing, need nothing, no fucking mistakes, no mistakes at all. And, um, like I've, you gotta like, I've watched, you gotta eat a cake and leave no breadcrumbs behind. Yeah. Yeah. I've, well, I've watched crumbs. enough videos and I've read enough out of curiosity that like, I understand people the people eating cake without making crumbs. Yeah. I understand the principles, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I wouldn't, I mean, I don't have any reason to try, but like, I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't think that I am of a caliber where I could anonymously do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, thank you. No, thank you at all. Um. So what? What? What do we think they should pay the guy? Um. Well, the uh, the Ireland. You were talking about how he's probably gonna get caught. The Ireland Data Protection Commission, um, is on it. So they're harassing Twitter. They're gonna get you know Twitter records, um. Uh, because the there's an office in Dublin, a Twitter office, and so they have they 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 are in the jurisdiction of where the shit can get quartered, and so they're okay. gonna have a good chance of catching the guy. But the the guy might be an asshole and just release everything, or he might sell it before uh, they catch him, and then the data's out anyway. Crazy. So it'll be like your real name, your email address. Any other data that you've given Twitter, user profile information, just <laughs> all those ethos I follow. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> They've been like, huh, you have um very predictable specific tastes, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the bad boy. Okay. Um great. Uh fuck them. That's my that's my conclusion to that story. Fuck him and fuck Twitter. Fuck them both. I don't know what I want to, the outcome to be, but fuck them. Okay. All right. I'll pull, uh, call up, pull up the next story here. You're not going to believe it. Um, UK medical practice mistakenly taxed patients. <laughs> I just... Okay, I just read the headline as you started reading it. Okay, go ahead. UK medical practice mistakenly attacks patients they have aggressive lung cancer instead of wishing them a Merry Christmas. <laughs> I gotta wonder how these fucking slip-ups happen, man. <laughs> they're like, send out the Christmas text, and they're like, no problem, boss. You have aggressive stage four lung cancer. <laughs> <laughs> to thousands of people. <laughs> They're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Do you know how many people that fucking... Okay. Roughly 8,000. 
Oh my God. God. <sighs> okay. So, you know, there's a handful of them that were like, no, I don't. What the fuck are you talking about? And then there was a good percentage of them where it ruined their fucking day. Yeah. And then there was also a good percentage of them that was like, do I? And then they did. So here's, here's what happened. Um, 8,000 people get a text that says you have uh, aggressive lung cancer and it's metastasized. Will you please fill out this end of life paperwork? Oh my God. A little bit later, they get a text that says, sorry, we're trying to wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy new year. (laughs) Now for a select group, maybe just one person, they got a third text message that said, Oh wait, that was for you. <laughs> you actually do have stage four lung cancer and you're gonna die soon. Yeah. Oh now here's here's the positive lining I'll put on it. Maybe, just maybe, one of these eight thousand people didn't know they had cancer and they went and got tested and they caught it early because of this stupid text. Maybe. Hand of God, Canada. It was the hand of God. Oh man, that's so fucking funny though. Just like who gets fired over that? Somebody gets fired for that, right? No, they remember a few years ago when um Hawaii put out a nuclear nuclear alert, the nuclear weapons were about to fall because no, they had they had an emergency it. warning system, right? And it had yeah. like 10 options. And one of yeah. them is like tsunami and the other one is like tornado i don't think i have tornadoes out there but like you know what i mean yeah, like they're just vo- natural volcano. disaster volcano probably volcano yeah. alert and uh yeah. well you just you just turn on the program you hit what number it is and it fucking uh sends out that alert your pirates all the airwaves and next thing you know every device is popping that message yeah so the number for incoming nuclear weapons in like volcano or whatever were right next to each other so somebody <laughs> fat fingered hit the wrong button and there was hysteria all over the hawaiian islands <laughs> fucking complete chaos for a hot second yeah i wonder did they go crazy were they like were they were like fuck it we're fucking in the streets we're about to die no they all like fucking dished work drove home to see their families wholesome shit like oh, that word. yeah word yeah. yeah okay that makes a lot more sense than fucking in the street randomly um all right well that was great that actually put a smile on my face i appreciate that you know of dystopian stories we haven't had a lot yet are you about to fix that for me canada i'm gonna take that smile right away oh (laughs) son of a bitch (laughs) always gotta end on a sour note Um, Homeland Security warns of potential domestic extremist-fueled violence related to Title 42. Um, What's Title 42, huh? I thought you would ask. Um, Good, because I have no clue. Title 42. It's with guns. No, it's actually from July 1st of 1944. It's a a statute that allows the president and the Surgeon General, if they, you know, determine... (laughs) to block any amount of immigration from anywhere to make sure that, that a disease does not come into the country in full force. So it's like literally related to like pandemic situations. Yeah. And um, it was activated during the Trump administration three years ago 
but it was activated okay. selectively to keep people from Mexico and other South American countries from crossing the border. Uh-huh. Um, so that made a lot of people very happy. Made a lot of people yeah, unhappy. A lot of certain types of people. Certain type of person, usually a gun owner, very happy about this. Yeah. Well, the, the Biden administration is ending it. Yeah. So there's going to be the opportunity for people to come in and seek asylum, which is really important right now because there's a lot of gang violence throughout um, Central Mexico, Central America, and uh, parts of Southern America, South America. Okay. Um, okay. That, that, so that asylum thing is huge, and they've been turning around, turning away like hundreds of thousands of people. And now they're all going to get a chance to come into the country. And that's sure. that's pissing off the gun owners in the South. And yeah. they're talking the, um, God, which government is a certain type of person. There's a, which government agency was it? The Department of Homeland Security has been intercepting uh, extremist chatter on the internet and phones that's talking about um, funneling these people into canyons and releasing poison gas on them. Blowing up. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Putting out landmines, um, putting, uh, attacking the power infrastructure of areas that uh, do immigration processing. Um, and the, <sighs> the attacking power stations, I don't know if you've heard, but there's been a few across the country. People like, turns out you could pretty easily disrupt a power station with like minimal equipment and take out the power to thousands of people. Really? Yeah. So that's been happening, and they're these these assholes on on the internet are talking about doing that at the immigration processing centers. So the center is closed down, so they won't let people in, and <clears throat> and all manner of horrible shit. Um, of the things that last thing about disrupting power, while super annoying, isn't at least not corralling people into canyons and gassing them. Yeah. Yeah, great job. Great job, non nonviolent bigots. Yeah. Landmines, oh, man. man. I want to put landmines land on US soil to blow up people who are just trying to get here. I'm telling you, I I have thought for a good long time now that if somebody is willing to walk up, a lot of them walk up from South America or Central America. Yeah. Through Mexico through the most dangerous part of Mexico, which is right up against the American border, cross a literal fucking desert on foot with yeah. just what they can carry and then get to America and look for a job. Those are the ones we want. You, you want those <laughs> I know what you mean. I 100% know what you mean. You definitely do. And like, I don't know, just the complete lack of empathy. People use all sorts of excuses to 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 uh exercise a lack of empathy mm-hmm. um and borders is one of them you know religion and race is another and, and in this case it's probably borders and race um i'd like to say i don't fucking believe in borders hmm. i don't fucking believe in them i i, I don't fucking believe in them <laughs> it's arbitrary it's nonsense like i get why quote unquote we have to like i get it but like, fuck you. I'd say they're super useful. Sure. I don't know that I get where you're, where you're coming from. They are made they're up. They're human constructions. They're false. They don't exist. They're just arbitrary. Fucking arbitrary shit based on fucking wars and 
treaties between fucking powerful people agreeing that the line is here. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't fucking care. (laughs) I, I, I don't know how to like stress it enough, but like, they're like too many Mexicans come over. I said, fuck you. This was their land first. Go fuck yourself. I don't even give a fuck. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. That's how I feel about it. You know, um, it was like, and I think, go ahead. It was like that. I worked with a guy in Phoenix and we, we drove by a home Depot and he, he points to a bunch of people, you know, standing there. And he's like, these people, they'll work, they'll work for, they'll work for almost nothing. They barely speak any English. The, you know, they're going to, they're, they're the kind of people who will take our jobs. And I was like, well, they work for cheap, even though they don't understand what the fuck's going on. Like that's, that's probably, that's an edge on me, you know? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I'm definitely expecting a living wage for fuck's sake. Um, and sure, I, 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 you know, I know that there's a lot of like economic reasons that things play out differently, but like that whole, these are the guys who are going to take our jobs. Are they, what job do you do? Are you standing outside of a home Depot? Because that's the job they're doing right now. standing outside of a fucking home Depot. Yeah. They're going to come dig the trench that you're going to put your goddamn fence over, you know, that you don't want to fucking dig. Yeah. Otherwise you'd have dug it already. Like whatever. Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't, um, and I could be naive at the end of the day. I'm like, you know what? So much of this is fueled. It's, it's racism. It's fucking racism is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, we don't care if Canadians come over, but they see, they're not trying, they're trying to get the fuck out of America unless they're famous. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I said, no, I don't want to hang out with y'all fucking crazy people. Anyway, I see this big chunk of legalese. Yeah. Oh, that's the 40. It's the code 42. Okay. So whenever the surgeon general determines the reason of the existence of any communicable disease in a foreign country. Okay. Got it. You already told me you already told me. Yeah. So, um, it's a safety measure and it's a smart one, but it's the fact that it's been applied non-uniformly, you know, Like, yeah, it's it's been applied to our southern border, but not our northern border. Of course, right. the, the northern border was like, no, we got you. We're locking this down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were like, we, we're not trying to come in. Don't you don't come here <laughs> Um, again. I mean, I'm going to just say it again. It's fucking racism is what it is. It's, it is. It's, it's 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 racially motivated. Uh, I don't know how consciously it is, but it's pretty kind. It seems pretty right at the surface to me, you know? Yeah. Uh, there's a there's listen. a thing in the in Oregon if you live in the northeast part of town in most towns you live in the 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 low income area right yeah and yeah. so I've lived in a lot of northeast parts of whatever and okay. I've known a lot of people from Mexico and Guatemala and and whatnot and it's a bit of a pain in the ass when they don't speak English yeah. It's hard. It's inconvenient. It's inconvenient, but that's the worst that ever happened, right? Like most of the time, yeah. there's been times where I've been like down and out on the street, and like I walk by a park and I get waved over to eat some food by people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's by people who still don't, don't speak English. English. <laughs> they're like, Come here and eat this food, and if you turn it down, they're kind of mad, and it's bomb fucking food every time. Every time, I've never been disappointed. I'm like, if I see. 
a tan person waving me over for food, here I come. (laughs) Say no more. (laughs) And they'll insist upon it. Uh, You know what? You know, I'm not perfect. We've all harbored, you know, strange thoughts or strange inklings. But I said it before and I'll say it again. Uh, bigotry is 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 a it's a mental illness of some kind. It is. I, we need to classify it. Mm-hmm. You know, not just calling something xenophobic isn't enough. It's like no, like there's like there's like a, it's like a mag, it's a mental mechanism for a lack of self self awareness. Um, so it's like I was trying to explain to somebody that they were being racist, and I was like, they were like, you know, Mexican people rape our women. We rape our women. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like to the same percentage, but like, it doesn't matter if white people rape white people, but if a Mexican does it, that's a the way to you. The whole race is a problem. Mm. I It's stupid. It's, it's, it's like literally it's stupid. Okay. Sorry. I'm going off the edge. I can tell by your face. You're like, yeah, I don't know what to do with you, Matthew. I just let you go. All right, so food that's not delicious or that is delicious, but you don't want to eat Hershey's. Great. Hershey's dark chocolate has lead and cadmium. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And and, and they're they're running on that marketing that like you eat some dark chocolate every day, you'll be healthier. Well turns out if you eat the like the one ounce of uh uh, chocolate little square. little square. If you eat that a day, you're gonna get a dangerous amount of lead and cadmium in you. Oh Jesus Christ! Can the body process that and expel it? Uh, eventually. Eventually, lead sticks around in your brain, though. Oh great! Yeah. Um, let me open this article because there's other ones that are in there too. Um, let's see where was it? I remember Dove. Dove chocolate has it. They said like Jesus Christ. 20 others. 20 other, 23, including Dove, Godavita, Godvia. I can't remember. It's delicious. Godiva, Godiva. Uh, Lint. Named after Lady Godiva, who rode a horse naked through town. But she didn't. I actually watched a thing on that, and that's bullshit. Okay, um, fair enough. And Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Chocolate has lead and or cadmium in it. More like Traitor Joe. Oh, damn. (laughs) Sick burn. Uh, That's terrible. So basically, just stop consuming anything. Yeah, just don't eat. Um, You'll lose weight. Don't eat. (laughs) (laughs) Unless unless you grew it in your backyard, don't eat it. Well, even then, there's um, there's, uh, latent lead from... When groundwater poisoning, groundwater poisoning, and acid rain, and all sorts of stuff, and there's a ferret running around on your floor. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Her name is Princess. That's cute. Yeah, she's real adorable. I've been on a two week uh, two week break from work because I work in education, and she has like been locked up in her cage like none basically. Mm-hmm. So she's just like running around the house, pooping in corners. Yeah, you know, being generally adorable. You know what's funny is you said her name and she came came closer to you. Yeah, I think she's behind you. Oh, she yeah, she's on she's underneath my feet. She's a sweetie. Um, except for that, she always wants to fight. 
She's not really into like cuddling necessarily. She wants to like bite at your toes and like if you go to pet her, she like lays on her back like you've attacked her and like tries to bite your hand. It's their play bites. She could hurt you if she wanted to. She doesn't. But that's she, her, her. She wakes up and chooses violence, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, time to fight, bitch. I want the smoke. Anyway, um, uh, f- fucking don't eat dark chocolate. And uh, we love you. And that's the show. Mm-hmm.